to the school's laundry facility. Hilton confessed to me late last night that he and Darcy had an argument. I've since learned that he and Darcy had an intimate relationship last spring. Now for my thoughts. I'm aware Winchester has its critics. I could address the unfortunate moniker that has been snobbishly foisted upon us, that we're the laundromat of preparatory schools, that we're the last refuge for cast-offs, troublemakers, and miscreants. How high society's dirty laundry somehow always finds its way to our doorstep. I could even address the bitter irony of this bad joke with regard to the present situation. I won't. Darcy deserves better. I'm not here to talk reputation or controversy, nor am I here to shill, fundraise, or burnish the school's image. I'm here for Darcy Novak. Thank you for your attention. I'm happy to take a few questions now. Part 1. Chapter 2. Opening comments from Carly Games and F. Udall Newport regarding the convoluted set of circumstances that made dealing with Darcy Novak's disappearance much more complicated than necessary. Carly. Now, before we dive into the whole Darcy Novak insanity, I think it's important to explain how I met Fellini, Fun, Udall Newport in the first place. Fun doesn't think so. Of course he doesn't. Fun is a contrarian. Is that a word? I'll have to ask him. But he agreed to go along. Actually, I think he's still embarrassed about how and why we met. Totally understandable. I'm embarrassed too. Plus, it's sort of tricky to explain. Trickier than you might think. I think it's best to start with the first time I ever spoke to him, the night before I left L.A. for Winchester. He called me. Looking back, the call was a brave move on his part, and completely unexpected, considering the relationship we were supposed to have thanks to his father. At the time, I was festering in my own anxiety. There I stood, Alice at the precipice of the rabbit hole, a fledgling actress, a few weeks past my 17th birthday. I was about to start a new school, a new life, a fake life, true, with very little idea of what I was getting myself into. I would be leaving behind my therapist, my friends, and my personal assistant. I'd never been anywhere on the East Coast other than New York, and I was about to entrust all these secrets and my new identity to the stranger on the phone. Forget anxious. I was scared. Then Fun opened his mouth. I'll spare you the details of the conversation. Fun can handle the details. He's better at that. Let's just say that it was short and mean and pretty humiliating. But who can blame him? When I put myself in Fun's shoes, I can't even imagine how I'd act. He had no control over the situation. He was being forced to live a lie. Of course, I would be living a lie, too. The difference was that I was getting paid to live it. It was my golden opportunity, my big chance. 
Reality and fantasy all tied up in a freakish little bow. Fun was just along for my ride. Fun. Oh, right, the first time I met Carly Games, spelled G-E-M-Z. Or the first time I spoke to her, anyway. I did indeed call her in L.A. the night before she flew east and moved into Bishop House. And what, you may ask, is this fabulous-sounding Bishop House? What is this oasis, this home, whose very name evokes both sanctity and asylum? Not the insane kind of asylum although the dorm is a notorious loony bin. Sanctuary is the word I'm looking for. Yes, sanctity and sanctuary. That has a pleasant alliterative ring. Bishop House is the crappiest dorm at Winchester.